What's up, dude? What's going on, man? How you been? You know, same. How about you? You know, same. <laughs> Good answer. But, dude, what, a lot of world since we've last done this. A lot. Yeah. Like, there's been cancellation of football. There's been a baseball controversy with the uh, whole Fernando Tatis Jr. swinging <laughs> on 3-0. There's been um, playoff hockey. There's been playoff basketball. There's been basketball being canceled because of protests. That, and of and course, baseball. They canceled a few baseball games, too. Yeah, because of because uh, of COVID. No, because of the and, protest, and, and, and because of the protest too. It it, it it's unreal. Like we've missed a lot. Yeah, your uh, your flyers snuck one out today. I was keeping track. I didn't watch, but I was keeping an eye on the score. Looks okay. like uh, you guys should have won more handily than you did, but a win's a win. Hey, turn off these sports for you. Yeah, they'll uh. They'll keep it interesting. They'll make you think that, hey, everything's all good. But then they'll, uh, you know, just fold over and, you know, let the other team just fuck them right up the ass. <laughs> a win's a win. That's all you need. Hey, I'm not complaining. But, you know, it, it, it would be reassuring for once in a while a Philadelphia sports team can just hold on to a, a lead and let everything else go. Yeah, no, I know the feeling. I don't think you do, because you're not a you're not a Philadelphia sports fan. You know, here's the thing though. You say that I feel like every sports city, like every fan of every sports city, you know, like the cities that have all, like you know, the Boston's, the New Yorks, the Chicago's, the LA's. I feel like they all say the same thing. Like, oh, you'll never understand the suffering of a insert team here fan. Like, they all say it. Everybody has their own thing. Like, it's just but, all. But that's not the case, though. That is absolutely and that's, again, what every fan says. <laughs> but that's not the case. Like, for Chicago, not the case. Well, you could – I mean, up until a few years ago, you could say the Cubs fans would be like, oh, I don't care how bad your team suffered. It's been 108 years since we won the world. Like, nothing would ever top that, you know. But, you know, that that's just how it goes. Yeah, that's the case. So, like, Chicago Cubs, the only case. Because they, they – were more pathetic than the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles had more heartbreak because the the Cubs didn't really have go go to Bance into like the the um, NLCS or anything like that. Well, the Cubs did have the uh, what was that guy's Barman. name? Yeah, Barman. Steve Barman. Yeah. So, Talk about heartbreak. I mean, that added to the lore. I mean, but here's the thing though, like the Cubs went a hundred eight years without winning us a, a World Series, right? Yeah. But they went like 30 years without making the playoffs at one point. Yeah. So like yeah, they're, they're lovable losers, like but that's what they were for a while, the losers, you know? And you know, even though they good fans, but then like they would always get these like these these spots where they would have like Ryan Sandberg or, or Andre Dawson um or even like early early 90s like Gray Maddox and then late 90s like Sammy Sosa, Kerry Wood, Mark Pryor. They would get these good like players. You'd be like thinking, "Oh shit!" Like they could build around th- this player, but then like something would happen. 
like Bartman or like the Black Cat or whatever it might be, or like the Cardinals or or someone like just taking over that division. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the Eagles, like the Eagles, for example, like they had some great teams. All right, and then they went to the four straight NFC title games. It's not like the Buffalo Bills went to four straight Super Bowls, but they went to four straight NFC title games and lost three out of four. And I can make the argument that the Eagles is our more passionate fan base than the Cubs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Okay. I guess that's probably worse to come so close only to fall versus sucking in the first place. Exactly. It's like the Cleveland Browns. Like, they used to be a historic franchise, but they haven't done anything. They haven't won they, – they've not even gone to the Super Bowl in 54 years. You know, they just suck the whole time. You don't think yeah. of them of, like – you think of them of, of a deprived, like, city and team. However, like, they've sucked the whole time. So, like, what's the difference? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. So, and like New York, so New York has two teams for every major sport. Yeah, for every major sport. So like, they're never suffering, never. Uh, and and the worst part is, is that the New York the New York Yankees are the most legendary. They're one of four legendary teams out of the four major sports. They they one. Who okay? Side note: Who are those four? I'm curious who those. So the Yankees, obviously. Who are the other ones? Canadians for hockey. Why them? Oh, because of their, like, didn't they have, like, a dominant streak in, like, the 70s or 80s or something like that? They, they've won 24 Stanley Cups. That's a lot. Granted, okay. they haven't won one since 1993. I actually which, knew that because that's the year I was born. Good to know. Like, that's good to know for you. Like, you yeah. should know, like. Who won your championship in your year that you were born? That's the only one I know. I don't know the other sports. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Okay, so the Canadians for hockey. Then you can make an argument for basketball. It's either the Celtics Celtics or Lakers. Lakers, I say Lakers. Just because they were dominant. Yeah, they've been dominant more decades. Yeah. Like the Celtics um, weren't even in a. A a uh or now Stanley Cup NBA Finals in the nineteen nineties, the Lakers were. Yeah. And the and the Lakers won a championship in the nineteen nineties. Yeah. So, I make the argument for the Lakers, but of course, yeah, I can see both sides to that. But um, and then for football, I I say the Steelers, just because they have more longevity throughout the whole um, history of the league. Okay. Not the Patriots. Are the Patriots too recent in their dominance? They they sucked for 40 years. And then all of a sudden they want to get hot and, you know, draft Tom Brady and hire Bill Belichick as a coach. They, they I guarantee you, guarantee you, for the next 40 years, this, the Patriots won't win a Super Bowl. I hope you're right because I hate watching the Patriots win, but we'll see. 
I'm just sick of Boston team. Like Boston never has bad sports years. It seems like we talked about this before. They always have at least a couple good teams. But I don't mind Boston because they have legit fans. It's not like Miami where they have sucky ass sport fans yeah. and they're winning all these titles. Like that's when I'm like when when like the sports cities I like respect, like generally respect. Boston, Chicago, um, Denver, and Seattle. Well, and I mean, since you're biased, I'll add Philadelphia to the list because you you have to respect Philadelphia sports fans, even though they can be extraordinarily obnoxious. And and that's what I like. I I, I like that that reputation. I like how everyone's scared of Philadelphia sports fans. I wear that on like my sleeves, not just a sleeve, a a pair of sleeves. It's, okay. Okay. Let me refer. Um, it's not a. I'm. It's not. I'm not scared of Philadelphia sports fans. It's a. Oh God, this guy's a Philadelphia sports fan. I have to deal with his nonsense now. Good, and I'm. I'm glad of that. And people are scared of Philadelphia sports fans. It's a fact, and they get so butthurt over it that we will let you know that your team sucks, your city <laughs> sucks, and your life sucks because you're part of that city and a fan of that sport team. We'll let you know that. And I'm glad about that. You, you should be reminded about that every day, that your life sucks. And if you expect to walk into someone else's house cheering for another team, it, you should not be welcomed with red carpet and champagne, okay? You should be welcomed with batteries, beer bottles, and maybe a punch in the face. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm proud of that. Oh, I know. I trust me. I'm very well aware. I, 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 I hate to admit this, but I respect New York fans because they actually legit know the game. Yeah, but like, you, well, do you think there's a difference between like? I feel like I mean, for the New York, there's always the like, there's the team with a lot of history, and there's the team that sucks. So it's like the Yankees are the history team, the Mets are the Mets. I'd say the Rangers are the historic team, and the Islanders are the Islanders. You've got the the uh, the Knicks are the, the Jets. Yeah, Giants are the legendary team, then the Jets or whatever. And then the Knicks are like the the top team, and the the Nets are. Well, do you? I mean, you can't really even count the Nets because they're so new. They're so new to New York that like they hardly count. But yeah, I I agree. I agree. To, there's a big brother and a little brother aspect of things. Yeah, that's and that's a good I, way to put it. Yeah, and. Even though the Islanders have – so they won, like, four straight Stanley Cups in the 80s. From, like, 80 to 80 – 81, 80, 81. So 80 to 83, they won four straight Stanley Cups, right? The The Rangers went um, 54 years. From 1994 to 1940, they didn't win a Stanley Cup. Okay. But it's always the fact that – like you said, I always view a true New York team as the Rangers, Knicks, Giants, and Yankees. Yeah. Ru- you know who Rudy Giuliani is, right? Yes. He said that there will never be a New York mayor, the mayor of New York, that is a Mets fan. <laughs> Do you believe that? Absolutely. 
Because what self-respecting New Yorker roots for the Mets of all teams and not the Yankees? Well, would you – okay, let's – I want to put the – okay, so the same can be said about Chicago, right? Big brother, little brother, even though the Cubs had such a long absence from World Series wins, like the Sox did too. I mean, the Sox went, what, 88 years? I mean, there was a big drought. But the Cubs are definitely big brother to the White Sox. Like definitely. There's no – nobody would dispute that. But at the same time, like, I'm just if we're talking politicians, Barack Obama, big White Sox fan. The current mayor of Chicago, big White Sox fan. So, little brother getting some representation. Both idiots, in my opinion. But <laughs> that's a different story. Um, but, um, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, like, you don't – to me, to me, because I've been to both stadiums, and maybe just in the national level as well. The Cubs have a better, I don't even want to say history, because they were so bad for so many years. But they, they the lore, because there's more passion to me, out, like standing on the outside in, that, from the Cubs instead of the White Sox. Yeah, I, I agree. And I honestly think the reason this is, is because the North side is more, affluent than the south side and the stadium is in a more fun location so like when you put those things together it just makes the cubs the more desirable team i mean i don't i don't maybe if the, maybe if the white Sox won a couple more pennants during those years then maybe they'd be with the more popular team i don't know i, I, I don't think so. i mean uh, uh, no i well because the White Sox weren't bad. Like, in the in the late 90s, with like, Frank Thomas and those guys, like, not a bad team. And I guess neither were the, the Cubs had a couple. Like, 2003 was the year the Cubs made it to the NL. Was it the CS or was it? Yes, they lost uh, the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. It's – I per, I mean, per, yeah, like I said, personally, I think it has to do with the location. Because when both teams suck, would you rather go to the south side of Chicago in a parking lot off the freeway to, to get ready for a baseball game? Or would you rather go to Wrigley Field where you're on in the middle of a neighborhood with tons of bars, tons of stuff to do? Like, if you had if you didn't care about either team, but you had to go to a baseball game, you would go to a Cubs game 10 times out of 10. Like, there's just no contest in terms of it's a, it's a better stadium and it's in a better location. Well, there's more legendary status to the stadium as well. It's not Comiskey. What, what are the yeah. U.S. Cellular Field anymore? Guaranteed like, rate. Just, guaranteed rate. Excuse you. Sorry, whatever, dude. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah. Like, well, I mean, look at the park. That same sucks, history. too, by the way. Jeez, I haven't been in there probably since 2005 or six. That that scene sucks. Like, there's no care through it at all. No, it's it's a know. it's a cookie cutter baseball stadium. It's not even a cookie cutter because, like, the Vet and Shea Stadium and Old Bush Stadium were cookie cutters. They were a circle. This is like like a half ass. No, like, I don't. I don't, to be... I don't mean cookie cutter as in like it is shaped like a cookie cutter. I mean that like it it has no character or personality. It's just like like if you had to think of a generic baseball stadium, that's what it would be. It is the most. It, it is the most generic baseball stadium I think I've ever been into. Maybe maybe next to Turner Field, and that was really disappointing because it was built in 1996, and it had zero character at all. Yeah, but. What do you call it? Top 
guaranteed rate, whatever you call it. Yeah, guaranteed like, rate. Yeah. Yeah, that field sucked. Like, like sucked. Awful. I'm going to have to go back there now that the Sox are – because the Sox are positioning themselves to actually be good for a, a while because we have a lot of good young players. Oh. It, and, it might not be a whole two years until we get back in the stadium. Well, whenever I'm allowed back in, I will, I will probably go to a game. But oh, anyway, so we were talking about this because – how did, we were talking about Philadelphia and you were, you were comparing – Four cities. Yeah. We're, we're talking about sports cities. Yeah, no, I know. I, I was just recapping where we uh, – that was all I had to say about that. Do you have anything more you'd like to add? Just that Dallas fans are the biggest pussies on earth. Okay. I, I was I – was, I didn't realize this. Back to guaranteed rate field. So, you know, Lucas Giolito threw that no-hitter last night, which was pretty cool to watch, and I did not jinx it. So, good to know. Um, Dude, I I thought you jinxed it. As soon as you texted me that, I I I looked at the thing, looked at the ESPN, and I just look at White Sox scores every now and then because of um because of you, and I looked at it. I was like, wow, four nothing. Like I think I looked at it the the, the fifth or sixth, and I just clicked on it. Just wanted to see like what happened if they hit a home run because I knew Abreu was like hot. Just wanted to see, yeah. and I looked at the box score. I saw no hits. I looked at it twice. Thinking I looked at the error column, no, no hits. I was like, shit. Like <laughs> this is the fifth or sixth inning. Like, I, I, I think it was the sixth because I, I don't, I think it was the sixth. That I looked at it. I was like, wow, this is the sixth. He's got, he's got a no no. And then as soon as you texted me that, I was like, holy shit, you just jinxed it. <laughs> I was really torn about it, but then I was like, you know what? It's, I, I don't believe I. In this, in, I, I am superstitious at times. But not all the time, and this is one of those times I was like, you know what? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not superstitious about this because I because let's let's be real here. Like I I haven't paid attention to the White Sox in a long time, but now that they're actually good this year and they're tied for second in the division, depending on how the Indians did tonight, and only like a game or a game and a half back off the first place, they're fun to watch. But anyway, my point was they uh, after like they were. They were. I never noticed this before, but for some reason I noticed it yesterday. I was watching the game in in left center field, where Dwayne Wise made that he robbed the home run in Mark Burley's perfect game. They they wrote they like in, engraved the catch like the words the catch on like the wall in the outfield, which I was like, are you kidding me? I couldn't. I kind of didn't like it. If like that's the White Sox claimed it. I mean, it's a cool thing, but still, I was like, all right, guys, like, why right. don't you like it? I don't know. It just seems a bit corny to me. I think that is one of the top five catches in MLB history. Oh, I watched. I actually watched that replay. I watch it from time to time, and I watched it again last night. It's, it, the catch is amazing, but what's also incredible is Hawk Harrelson, who was the White Sox announcer at the time. His call is so so spot on for that. I I I honestly think that 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 might be even top three. Just, I'm just thinking in my head, like what catches are up there in that in that sense, with the the history or not the the situation of the game, yeah, and ha- the, even the catch itself. If the, the catch itself would have been a great catch, but add in the situation, top notch. Yeah, top of the ninth, 
perfect game on the line to rob a home run, fumble it, and then come up with it. Yeah. And and that was a camp day, too. That was, like, in the middle of the day. So, like, yeah. campers that just, like, camps that had, like, 10-year-old kids took their took their camp, their, their, their whole crew out to that game thinking, hey, we'll just take these kids out for – for um, a couple hours, you know, they'll see it and they see a, 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 a no hitter, a perfect game. Yeah. No, I, I remember that day. I was, I mean, at the time I really wasn't all that into baseball because you know, the, it was 2010. Uh, the Sox weren't bad. I, we might've even made the playoffs that year, but um, I wasn't paying attention. It was during the summer. I want to say it was in August because I think it was right before school started. And I wasn't paying attention to the game, but then one of my friends who was also a White Sox fan, he, like, texted me or Facebook messaged me or whatever or something. He was like, yo, Burley's got a perfect game. And I think it was it was either the 6th or the 7th. And so I turned it on, you know, for, I caught the last two-thirds or so of the game. But, yeah, it was pretty, pretty wild. When So when I went to the White Sox game for my trip, Burley pitched. Oh. And he took he took a no no into the sixth. Dude, Burley was such a good pitcher. He seemed to pitch a no hitter like every or go deep for a no hitter every every like four starts. It was unreal. He, and his like he didn't throw the ball the hardest. He didn't he didn't I mean he just had, he could just position up. He could just put the pitch where it needed to be. He threw the right pitch at the right time in the right location. He was just a smart pitcher. Yeah. And yo, oddly enough, Dwayne Wise that the season after that, yeah, played played at the Iron Pigs. So he did. Wait, I, he got he got sent down to AAA. Yeah, he played for the Iron Pigs. So the one day they have a media day every every year, where they they sit up like um like like uh, folding tables and players and managers sit down and um. And they like sign autographs or whatever for the team. Well, the workers when I worked there, yeah, we we were there at like the start of it, and like the the like second or third last table. So it went all up up and down like the third and first base line. The second or third last table on the third base side where I worked at, yeah, Dwayne Wise was sitting there, <laughs> and I walked by him. I go, Mister Wise. He, he looks up at me. He's like, What's up? I go, that was the sickest catch uh, I ever seen in my life. And he <laughs> saw it. He goes, "Yo, thanks, man. Appreciate that." And I just kept walking. <laughs> That's awesome. That's actually really cool. Well, I told you, I told you about the time that the White Sox GM uh, I met at at uh, the Iron Pigs, right? Yeah, you told me a while ago. I don't really remember the story, but yeah. You want me to tell it? Go for it. So this guy comes up, and I've seen him on ESPN, right? Like I've watched ESPN. Who? Wait, this what? Do you, comes, what's his? I don't even know his name. Kenny Williams. Oh yeah, I do know Kenny. Okay. So he comes up, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, dude, this is this is Kenny Williams, and he ordered a Diet Coke, right? Yeah. So he and I'm doing cashier that time, so like usually I was just the person that like got the food or got the drinks or whatever. Yeah. Well, this time I was like taking the money. And the girl is going back to get the Diet Coke. And yeah. I'm looking at him. I was like, you're Kenny Williams, aren't you? He looks at me with like this, like, like, I don't, I don't want to say like stank face, but like, uh, he gave me this look. He's like, what'd you say? I was like, 
you're you're the Voice Talks GM. You're Kenny Williams, right? He goes, no one's supposed to know I'm here right now. So can we keep that like? And he gave me this like little like thing, and he smiled at me. I was like, <laughs> I got you, sir. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. But I thought it was pretty cool. Like like he even smirked. Like how the hell do you know? like who I am type of thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't he, – he's not going to assume that, you know, a cashier at a minor league baseball team in Allentown, Pennsylvania is going to know the White Sox GM. Like, only you would know that. But I thought it was pretty cool. Like, he, he gave me, like, a little smirk. I'll never forget it. He gave me, like, a little, like, side cheek smirk that, like, <laughs> I – like, I was like, yo, you're Kenny Williams, right? He's like – he smirked at me. He's like, I – you're not supposed. I know he's told me right then and there. No were one's the, supposed to know I'm here. Were the Iron Pigs like playing the Sox AAA affiliate, or like, they were? Okay. Huh. And he, he he was scouting. I don't think I don't know if they were or not to be honest with you, but I know he was scouting Philadelphia's fans. I forget. I was trying. I'm trying to think who the Phillies would have been trading that 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 um trade deadline, but I can't remember. Uh. But I specifically, I I remember meeting him and just be like, "Yo, like <laughs> Kenny Williams, right?" I've never had like a chance, and I've always wanted to have a chance encounter with somebody that only I would recognize, and just be like, "Hey, what's up?" and have them be kind of caught off guard, but like have like a cool moment with them. I've never yeah. had that happen, but I really wanted to. I wanted well, to be with a musician of a band I like. I, I wouldn't be able to tell a musician from anything. Yeah. And I could. That's the thing. Most, a lot of people can't, but like, I could. For at least for some men. It's not all, obviously, but there are some I would recognize and be like, oh, hey, what's up? I, I've had a couple of things. Like, you remember Love Bar Arrington on College Ave? Yeah. Wait. Lavar <laughs> Arrington? I'm, wait, maybe I don't know this. Me, Will. I thought you were there. Me, Will, you. And Amanda, we're walking out of College Ave right outside. Oh yeah, I do. I know. I remember. Hey, you want to get a you want to get a beer, man? Yeah, um, I, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay, now I remember. Well, I even met him twice. I actually met him then, and then in the gaff, my junior year, he was there during draft night. <laughs> in, in the in the in in the gaff, me and Will were there. Oh my! And I said to him, "What's up, man?" I gave him a fist pound, and um, and then I met him like a couple <clears throat> years later on college app. Not really meeting him. I mean, like he, I just walking by him, but college app. Hey, man, uh, you want to get a beer, Mr. Arrington? No, man, I got something to do. Oh, imagine if he said I'll, yes. <laughs> yo, dude, I would have, I I would have been amazed. But like, just imagine that me. Me, you, Will, and Amanda walking into – I think we were, we were going to Skeller then. Yeah, if it were, were during the day, we would have been going to Skeller or Doggies or whatever, yeah. Yeah, so we were – no, we were right there because that's where – Um. Yeah, I do remember that. It was right on like – on that, yeah. Uh, it was right in front of Brothers. Yes. So, so me telling them that, hey, we're going there right now. Imagine, imagine if we rolled up with LeVar Arrington, a Penn State legend, and <laughs> I, I ordered beer. I probably, dude, we would have had to take shots with him. You know that for a fact. Oh, yeah. I would have done whatever he wanted to do. Just to say I could, I did it. Unreal. Well, do you remember Do you remember Tyler Hansborough at all? I hate – of course I do. 05, Tar Heels. Hate Tyler yes. Hansborough. 
Hate him. Love I hate everybody from that team. Him, Rashad McCants, the other guy whose name I can't remember. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't on that team. Wait, who am I thinking he, of? He, he was on the recruiting class. Oh, he was on the 08 team or whatever. Oh, he was on 06, 07, 08, 09. Yes. So, anyway, I do hate Ty- – any basketball player who played at North Carolina, I hate. Besides Michael Jordan. Screw you. Um, but, so, I went down to a game in Chapel Hill. And – You've been to um, you've been to a game at Chapel Hill? I didn't know that either. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, they, they faced Clemson. And yeah. they um, they were losing big, and then they came back to win. Anyway, um, they um, they have like a like uh, like museum almost. I don't want to say museum because it's more like a walkthrough. Okay. And his dad was in the museum at the same time. Me and my dad were in there, and I went up to him and said, "Hey, Mister Hansbro." Wait, how the hell did you know what his dad looks like? Because he's always on, he was always on TV at games. Oh. So I thought it was the coolest thing, and I said, "Mr. Hansborough, uh, how you doing?" He looks at me, he's like, "Good. How are you, kid?" He didn't <laughs> say kid. He, he's like, "Good. How are you?" Yeah. And I was like, "Like," and and that was just cool, just like saying hi to him. Yeah, he was just like, "How the hell does this kid know who I am?" He's he's always on TV. Like they just would put a camera on him. He wasn't like being interviewed or anything. Yeah, he, they just put a camera on him. Yeah, that's something games. that not very many people would be able to remember, like what he looks like just based off of that. But not you. No, nah, I remember shit. You know that. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. So what's going on, man? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's going on. Is Vegas going to happen? It better. I, you know, it's funny you bring this up. I, I have had dreams about being in Las Vegas multiple times over the past few weeks. Like, we're talking three, four, five times over the past probably three weeks. I have dreamt about being in Vegas. I think I told you about one of them where me, you, and Will were in an Uber and our cab driver or our Uber driver was just like, oh, yeah, so I have the coronavirus. And I freaked out. <laughs> I was like, how could you be so irresponsible? It was like, she was like, oh, I just, you know, I got to pay the bills. I got to keep working. And I was like, how could you be so, so, such a, an irresponsible member of society like how oh, dare is a strange dream but anyway I guess so yes it better happen because my brain is subconsciously telling me I really want to go which I already knew that but nonetheless it's gonna be it's gonna, I, it's gonna be tight yeah. like it's gonna be it's gonna be very close to when we schedule flights on it's gonna be either towards the end of shut down everything or it's going to be like hey it's, everything's just going to be opening up again yeah well i also saw like they were potentially floating the idea of moving the the season back and having the tournament in like may that would be interesting yeah 
But that would also like I'm not sure if I could do that though. So like if we moved like I don't know if we'd be able if I'd be able to go if that did happen and we moved Vegas back. So that's why. Why do you have stuff planned? Well, at the end of May, yeah. I'm, I mean, well, assuming I again, this is all dependent on what we're allowed to do. I'm planning on going to Spain for that music festival, which is a whole other right. story. Because leaving the country is a whole different animal to tackle. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I can't like go to Vegas for four days and then leave for a week and a half to Europe and take all that time off work back to back. No, I got you. So, so I'm hoping, I mean, uh, let's just, let's hope that like by like November, December time frame, they find, they can roll out a vaccine or whatever. And we'll just be like, uh, we're good. We can buy flights and we can continue as planned. I, it, uh, it's going to be close. I honestly think that. Yeah. You know what I think the hard, so so let's just assume everything everything happens like the way we planned. We can go. Everything's fully open in March. We can go. You know, normal March badness. Everything's back to normal. Let's just assume best case scenario. We're there, and it's like that. I think the hardest decision that we're going to have to make is where do we go on Thursday and Friday? Because like, how many times have we gone back and forth with? Oh, check out this sports bar. Check out this deal. Check out this sports book. Like, there's just too many places and not enough days. And we're gonna have to eventually. We're gonna have to decide upon like at most four. Like at most, we'll do like a place in the morning on Thursday afternoon, Thursday Friday morning, Friday afternoon. Like, I just don't. Uh, it's gonna be so hard to pick. Go ahead. To me, Thursday, like Thursday, is the most important day we're there the most important or the one you're most looking forward to both okay, well what do you mean by important like because a- the whole reason we're going to las vegas in the middle of march as of right now of course is for march madness is and because of the atmosphere surrounding March Madness in Las Vegas. Yeah. And the craziest day is the, there is the, is first, the first day. day. Yes. So, so that's why, like, it would be fun to be just in the middle of it, you know? But where, what does that yeah. mean? Oh, uh, to me, that means either two things, at least in my personal opinion. It either means going to a sports book. And hanging out all day at a sports book and being in that crazy atmosphere, right, with degenerate gamblers that go to March Madness for the sports book mentality. Mm-hmm. Or it means setting up at a bar that we know we have seats, maybe a dive bar, maybe a locals bar, whatever it might be, and just drinking beer all day, watching the games and making bets on our phone and then, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I agree with that. And that, so, so what I'm thinking is a lot of the hotels have a sports bar adjacent to the sports book. And if we could find a good, like, cause then if we could, I would, I think it would, it would probably be more not comfortable, but I guess more relaxing to sit at, at a sports bar but if we're right next to the sports book 
then you kind of get the best of both worlds. Granted, yes, I, I agree. But if I, I, I think that if you're in a, in a sports bar, just a sports bar in general, I don't care if it's by a sports book or anything like that, there's going to be hundreds or tens of people watching the thing that, you know, if it's a typical March Madness year, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. And being around that, the only thing that the sportsbook might get is that if a game's crazy and close, whether it be the over-under or the spread, then it gets even more nuts. True. But you also I, – I, I am of the mindset that even if we're in a sports bar, a lot of people will also be, like, betting on the game. Because, like, like, I'm planning on – since I, I think – you know, I think we looked into this. Since you can bet on your phone, I'm not planning on going to an actual, like, betting desk. I'm just going to do it all on my phone. It's so much yeah. easier. Yeah. So if if we're taking this this thing, what I showed you the other day, that that Rock and Riley, yeah, six, sixty bucks for guaranteed seat and all you can drink. That th- that is a no brainer to me. If we're if we're doing that mentality of hey, we came here to watch games, bet and enjoy a Las Vegas atmosphere. We get to Rock and Riley's at 7 a.m., 8 a.m., I don't care what, and we get a seat, we start drinking, and we start watching the games. Yeah, okay, so... And we're there all day. Yeah, so so that all sounds great, but my one concern, because I am, you know, I'm. this is just how my mind works, my, my thought is, okay, if they're giving such a good deal, right, 60 bucks, all you can drink, that's, it, that's hard to, like, make money, like... We'll put back 10 beers and they're like, you know, they would have made a lot more if they just charged us per drink. My thought is like, why are they doing this? Why are they giving such a good deal? Is it because they don't have a great setup for March Madness? Like they don't have a great, they normally don't get a big draw. They're not like that desirable of location. So they're trying to draw people in with a price. Like, you know, my, my mind starts to think that way. Like, well, maybe there's a reason it's so cheap and such a good deal because they're doing whatever they can to scrape together people who normally wouldn't go there but can't pass up the price well that that's what i'm thinking i think a lot of people go to sports books or inside the casinos yeah to watch these yeah games. which which is why that i mean like and i know they're more expensive and i think what like the cheapest ones i saw were like a hundred hundred twenty five bucks which is i mean compared to six more expensive for all you can eat and drink or whatever um but yeah i don't know that's just my mindset Agreed. But then again, some of those places that were charging you 100, 120, that was just for like the, from like 12 to Yeah, 12. it was like the morning session or the afternoon session. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, granted, we're going to have to do our research. Yes. But as of right now, I'm like, we either have two choices go to a sports book and, you know, go full out there. Thursday's to me the most important day, like I said. Like, that is the day that I'm waking up for. That's the whole reason why I'm going for. That first day, there's 16 games on, on that day. Yeah. Yes. Well, here. So, so I looked. So, you remember that place you sent me the link? It's called, like, I think it's called American. Emphasis on the can. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I need to go there. Yeah. No, I'm but here's sorry, the but I need to go there. Here's the thing. So, that place is, I just, I randomly discovered this when I was just, like, randomly looking things up on the internet. It's in a great location. It's in this promenade area between two hotels so you know the flamingo and the it's link in paris right no it's it's yeah. the flamingo and the link which are right across the street from paris oh. 
but there's there's like a promenade in between those two hotels. They're right next to each other, but there's a promenade of like open air shops and restaurants that apparently, I guess what they do is they kind of like close it off and make it this outdoor March Madness, like like big, big deal type thing. And American is right in the middle of that. And there's a lot of other stuff going on is what it seemed like they've done in the past. And if that place is a sports bar, which I, I don't know if it's technically a sports bar, but if it has a lot of TVs, that works. But like, could be a co- cool place because it's in the middle of a lot of stuff. You're right next to two casinos. It just it looked like it had a good setup going on. The only the only downfall to American, at least from what I saw when I looked up when I looked it up, was there was either limited or no food at that. Oh, at okay. That watering hole bar. Oh. I didn't look that, into that. That is, the, that is the only downfall. I didn't see any food menu or anything like that, or else that would be like my cup of tea automatically. Well, also the place that we definitely should we we need to go to is that beer park in Paris. Oh, absolutely! Outdoors, absolutely. rooftop, great view, tons of TVs, food, lots of beer. 70, like seventy is over seventy beers and over seventy TVs. What what more? Can you that's have? that is all I need. That's literally all I need. Although I was disappointed they got rid of the all-you-can-drink all factor. Yeah, well, who knows? I mean, I, I'm sure places kind of reevaluate their packages every year based on what's worked. They, you know, they change things up. So whatever, whenever they roll out their new deals, I'm sure things will be different. So we just have to wait and see what 2021 brings. I have hope. I have hope that all, yeah. that all these places are going to be like, all right, we need to make money because we've lost so much in the past year. Like got to get these great deals, got to get all these people. And as long as me and you are on the hunt for them, we'll get in early enough to snag tickets at a good price or whatever it takes to get in. Yeah. I mean, like, so my, my, what I'm most looking forward to are three things. One Thursday from 8am or 7am, depending on when we wake up and start drinking until it's going to have to be 7. If the game start at 9, we got to wake up at 7 so that we can, you know, right. get ready. So so 7 a.m. or 7.06 in my book yep. until 9 p.m. when supposedly games roughly end, okay? That 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 14-hour span of time, is that, that's what I'm most looking for, <laughs> okay? Then Saturday night when we hit the clock. Oh, God. Okay? So let's just say from 10 to – I'll be generous and say 3 a.m. Um, Saturday night, and then a whatever night we are. It, it's a, no specific night, but the 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 nightcap when we mean you just walk into a bar, have our nightcap of beers, and then you know just finish one or two, and then go go to sleep. Those are the three things I'm most looking forward to. Yep. That's that's gonna have to be Saturday night after we've been at the club and have both failed miserably at whatever we attempt to do at the club and are just like, you know what, let's go sit at a bar, people watch, maybe throw some money on the blackjack table, whatever we do at four o'clock in the morning. Cause it's our last kind of real night. I'm assuming Sunday will be a more laid back day in Vegas terms, but yeah. <laughs> oh man. Don't, but count do out, not. don't count out Sunday night. You're with me. Oh. oh well. Oh yeah, but oh, trust me. I 
I my body can only do so much. Sunday will be like, all right, let's sleep in, let's wake up, let's watch watch the games because I still want to watch the games like during the Saturday Sunday. Like those are good games. Yeah, that's when you get like your nine one eight one matchup, which is always a potential for upsets. You can get a low seed moving into the Sweet Sixteen. Like those are fun games to watch. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm just saying, don't don't count out Sunday night. It's going to depend on what time my flight is scheduled for on Monday. I don't count out Sunday night. Well, if you can somehow convince me to do anything above grabbing a couple drinks on Sunday night, I'll be impressed because I'm assuming that by Sunday my body will be so upset with me for how I've treated it that I will hardly be able to move. Your your body's going to be upset for you for the next month after yeah. that. Oh, yes. I'm just so glad that there's an oxygen bar in Planet Hollywood. I'm oh. telling you, wake up every morning, go down to the Starbucks, get the biggest size coffee they sell, go to the oxygen bar, shove those things in my nose for as long as it takes for me to drink my coffee, then come back up to the room, get your sorry ass out of bed, and start our day. Hey. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm. I might get ten hours sleep throughout the five days that we're there. Yeah, that's insane. Hey, uh, I'm prepped for it. That I'm gonna have to like that Wednesday night, assuming we don't don't do anything too crazy, right? I think the plan is to kind of take it easy. I'm going to have to somehow get the best night of sleep of my entire life in order to sustain myself because I do not function well without enough sleep. Like I, I just don't, I've tried it. doesn't work now that I'm getting older it just keep, it will continue to work less. So I'm going to really have to push through. Well, you, you better. Cause Thursday, like I said, it is in my view, the most important day. Cause that's the whole reason. Oh, th- well, Thursday, Thursday, dude, I'll be feeling good. I'll be feeling refreshed. I'll be ready to go. That's not the problem. It's like Saturday night after it's been, you know, it's day three at night and I need to motivate myself to go to this nightclub that we're apparently going to that. Hey, that's, that's going to be a whole other thing in itself, dude. Oh my. That Saturday night is going to be hilarious. It is going to be absolutely. It's going to, um, yeah. You know it too. Yeah, I do. Like, it is going to be absolutely hilarious. But also what I'm excited for is, like, I think we talked about this. Before we go out, out on Saturday, we have to go to a really fancy bar. Oh, absolutely. Like, if we're dressed up, we have to go to a really fancy bar, get really fancy drinks, you know. I I, I won't even – I'll even – if you want to add in fancy dinner to that to that Saturday night as well, I'm all, I'm down it. Okay, but abs- but absolutely Saturday. Maybe night- go to go to a steakhouse, get a get a couple bourbons with a with a steak. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely sure. we like the before we get in line or go to the club, whatever the situation is, we have to stop at a a a fancy liquor bar or, or whatever and get some old fashions or some Manhattans or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and class it up. Yeah, no, absolutely. If I'm dressing up, I at least want to get one drink worth me dressing up. And if that's a $20 old fashioned, then I'm going to spend $20 on an old fashioned. Uh, I'm not going to complain. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my, 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 my minimum at a $30 drink. 
Well, here's the thing. I mean, we looked at menus at some of those what I'll call high class bars and they were all in the I'll say like $18 range, which yeah, that's that's a fair for an expensive bar. I think that's a fair price. Yeah, the one bar I looked at that looked fancier, I, I forget again, this is when we were all like getting hardcore into like looking up like menus and all that. The one bar, the most expensive drink was like fifteen or sixteen dollars, and it looked very classy, which is which is very, in, especially in Vegas terms, cheap for for what it was. So I'm down for whatever, dude. I'm yeah. Well, well, well. Also, I'm sure they do it. Like I'm sure when they list those prices in the menu, it's with their standard liquor. Like if you want, if you wanted well, to get an old fashioned, yeah. Yeah. Well, it might not be if it's a higher class bar. You know, well for them might be. I don't know. I don't know what a mid tier. Yeah, Tito's vodka, like or that equivalent for whatever. But like, you can order. Oh, you know, I'll, I want Grey Goose instead, and then all of a sudden it's gonna cost you more. Fair, fair. Because I'm planning. Like, I'll take a look if I'm getting. I, I'm telling you, I will get an old fashioned. I'll probably take a look at their list and be like, yeah, I'll go with the one that's you know mid tier at least. Not, not a. I don't even know what bottom tier versus top tier would be in that world, but I'll figure it out. No, I totally get what you're saying. But I, I, I totally agree with you too. But hy- like hypothetically, what if it gets moved and we can't go in the spring? Do we go into the fall or do we go into ne- two springs from now? I don't know if we can make that. I don't know if I can make that call right now. I'd have to wait and see just like what the new dates would be and What's going on? Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, like if we, we got to start, we're going to have to start playing this in a couple months when it's like December and January. Like, you, you got to get that in your back of your mind right now. Like, you, we, we're, we're going to have to decide. We might have to decide, hey, are we going to postpone this until fall? Or are we going to postpone this till spring? Yeah. Well, so really, I mean, the, the one thing that, I mean, the hotel is fine because we can cancel that basically the day before we get there if we needed to the one thing that once we once we buy airfare there's really no going back because airfare you can't really get a refund on yeah so we we can plan everything pretty much except for airfare and then well the other thing might be if you have to like reserve a spot at a sports bar or whatever and they make you pay for it ahead of time without with like no refunds or whatever that could be another thing but yeah, booking flights is really the thing that once we do that, we have to be fully committed to going. No, yeah, November. November, we should get a plan, like in place of what we exactly want to do, and by January, what we say ninth, we're gonna have to decide for sure whether we're going or not. Yeah, why was it January? Is that sixty-seven days before? Correct. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm just uh, man. We we gotta be able to go. There's no way this thing drags on that long. But again, we both just agreed too that if it does last this long or whatever, and it's not 100% Vegas, we're not going. Yeah. Although I will say, so I get these because I've looked up so many things in Vegas on my phone. Like my phone in its algorithm thinks I'm interested in all things Vegas. And so 
on my news app, which I scroll through a lot. It always gives me these articles about Vegas. And it seems like Vegas is actually like, there's a, still a lot going on right there. Like there, a lot of, a lot of casinos are reopening and a lot of restaurants and bars are opening and they're all operating at, at less than max capacity. You know, it's like 50%, 25%, whatever it is, but they are bringing in a lot of people still. I just don't know if everything's open, like in terms of bars, clubs, that kind of stuff. Restaurants. I, I, I need to go when it's a hundred percent open. Yeah, no, I agree. But at least I feel like it's a lot more open right now than I would have guessed. Well, I just saw an article that Las Vegas is getting the reputation as a super spreader city. Yeah, because that's not surprising at all. But again, everything's going to be so different in December, January than they are right now. I hope. I hope so. I don't know. I have faith in science to figure this out. I don't know what to think. I mean, we can't do anything about it, so no use worrying. But this 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 Vegas trip is the the thing I'm most looking forward to in 2021. Yeah. Oh. At least for now, it's something to look forward to. At least right now, at least. I I also I every so often just out of curiosity I check hotel prices just to see if anything's changed and as of now we're still Planet Hollywood is still the best bang for your buck not well I'm, I mean it's it's the same as it was I'm so happy we we made that move after talking to the, the other people I've talked to I'm yeah. so happy we made that move yeah. I've been yeah, looking up. I think, I've been looking up nightclub videos as well over the past couple couple weeks as well. Are there? I feel like they're really strict about like no videos inside. I know. I've just been seeing walkthroughs or like hype hype videos for like the uh, yeah. residencies they have. All I'm, all I'm thinking in my head is a bigger version of Indigo, and it's just making me very have very mixed emotions about what I'm getting myself into. Speaking of Indigo, <laughs> what? You know my history there. Yeah, I do. God, I, that place! I oh god, that place! I never once did I last there longer than maybe an hour, just because I was just so tired of everything going on in that place. Uh, I I was there a couple times. Um. No, I know. <laughs> we don't have to get into this, but I I know. But I mean, two times I was on the edge. Oh, the one time was I was past the verge of complete idiocy, and then the second time I was on the verge of it, and then the third time I was like a drink sober. So. Another time, I I, th- I think I've been there. I think I can just remember all the times I've been there on my head. I think I've been there five or six times total. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably be in that same boat. 
me, 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 and Leanne Daniels went there for Emmy, Emma Rossetti's birthday. Was that your DR? Senior, yeah, senior. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but she was your, she was your DRCM, yeah. Yeah, DR, DR, that's what it was called, DRCM. Yeah, okay. And I, I was on the, on the, on the edge of idiocy then, too. <laughs> yeah, no harm, no foul. Although here, so the last thing about these this club, so I, we've looked at a few, and it seems like there are probably like probably there are ten clubs, like the ten top tier clubs in Vegas are all they're all different and unique, but they're all going to give you that same kind of clubbing experience. So I think, at least from what I've seen, the thing that differentiates them is the type of music they play, which certainly would sway my opinion of which one we go to. I don't know if you care as much, but I I can't. I don't. I don't want to be in an R and B or rap club. I you know, I don't be... feel like rap club. No, certainly not rap. I'm thinking if they play like early two thousands hits, because I that's like. I mean, that's not. You know, I think that's as close to what I would enjoy as could possibly be the case. Yes. Correct. But which club was that that you looked up at and saw that they were playing early 2000s? I don't know if that exists. That's what I'm saying. All I remember is the one in – I think it was the first one we were looking at. The It was called like Marquee? Tao. I think. No. Oh, Tao. Tao? I, yeah. think, I think Tao was hip-hop R&B, which that's just, that's just not my speed for a club. Like I need something a bit more – I need more fun, like e- EDM mixed with – like yeah. old hits. Yeah, like remixes. Like, yes. like an EDM remix of a classic song. I'm all for that. So we'll I'll just have to look at I'll look into that. That's I can I can make a project of that. But I yeah, I think I just read somewhere that the clubs are all pretty much the same. You know, you're gonna get the same I mean they all have their own vibe and their own style, but they're all that stereotypical clubbing experience. It's just a matter of the music that you wanna hear while you're there. If we can pull off that VIP thing that like semi yeah semi whatever it was called i don't even know what it was called yeah i think that's the the best scenario for our situation yeah i completely agree and i think i mean i it makes it seem like we should be able to do it we just have to the only thing is there's a little asterisk next to asterisk next to the price and it's like prices may vary based on dates and you know whatever else is going on and that makes me think if everything else is already expensive and during march madness weekend the clubs might the, like the cover charges or the the packages like that might get a lot more expensive to me though if i'm going to a club i'm spending minimum a 20 20 per per drink even for like a miller light or something so if that means if this package if it costs roughly Two hundred dollars to get a guaranteed seat, and all you can eat, all you can drink. That is a hundred percent worth it to me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I we could look this up, but no place advertises their pricing for any specific weekend. No, it it we won't be able to look at prices like legit prices until probably December or November. Yeah, which I mean, that's like two which months from fair. now, <laughs> which is totally fair too. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, it's just, I'd like to know. I'm curious. Same. Absolutely. But, dude, I, I, I cannot wait to have this trip whenever it is. Yeah, dude. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting four days. Oh, dude, yeah. And dude, the fact that see Paxter says the day we get there too, that says something about it. Too. Yeah, no, I yeah, but I I again I plan on taking it very easy Wednesday. So I don't even though oh. it will be St. Patrick's. I'll have a beer or two, but that's that's about it. Hey, get ready for when I, I'm going to stay, I, depending on what what time my flight is, of course, because I want to know, like, how – I don't want my bags getting messed up if I, like, decide to stay in in the airport. But I, if I can, I'm going to wait for you in the airport until um, until I see you, until you get off and then you meet me in, in inside a bar. Yeah, let's not go to an airport bar. Let's go to the hotel first. Drop well, off yeah. our bag, then go. But still, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out what gate you're coming into. I'm gonna sit at the bar that you're, whatever gate you're at, and then as soon as you're walking by, I'm gonna tell the bartender close out and give me two shots. <laughs> oh god! All right. Well, <laughs> looking forward to that. Oh, dude, I can't. I cannot wait. Oh man! I, I, was, I wonder how many, I wonder how many times you're gonna, you're gonna think to yourself, "What the fuck did I get myself into?" At least once a day, <laughs> if not if not twice a day, including Wednesday. Because if you if that actually does happen, and I have to take a shot the minute I land, my thought will be, "This is only the start of who knows what will be." this weekend so yes it yeah multiple times <laughs> fantastic oh. <laughs> oh man i i have a substantial amount of money saved up already for gambling yeah i have a plan for my money situation that I'm hoping will work out. I'm actually ahead of my plan. I don't want to ask how much. You'll find out. Yeah. That's a, but, but not talking in actual dollars. I'm still, I don't know how much to expect to gamble with because I, I mean, I like playing blackjack. I want to spend time playing blackjack. And it could go one of two ways. I could win or I could lose. If I win, I can just keep using that money. If I lose, I need to have more money. So I, I'm having a hard – because I don't want to go there and spend all my money gambling, but I definitely want to gamble on, you know, at, at often enough, you know. Well, the thing with the thing with me is the minimum at the table, because if you say you bring say just for sheer example purposes two hundred fifty dollars for a night of gambling, and the minimum 
the minimum bet for that table is say fifty dollars, you're playing it, five. No, games. it won't be. It won't be. It won't be. I've, I've, like it, I've looked. I've actually looked into this because, like, yeah, I was definitely interested. And it looks like a table minimum at a hotel like Planet Hollywood, and and some some hotels might be more expensive. I have no idea. But on a Friday, Saturday night, you'll probably get a couple ten dollar tables, some fifteen dollar tables, and twenty dollar tables. It would it'll probably be in that range. If if it's a ten dollar table, no, but that's the night. thing. That's what everybody thinks. You, every, and this is the same case because I went to the casino in Mount Pleasant when I lived there in Michigan. Like, sure, everybody wants to go to the ten dollar tables, so all of a sudden, you know, there's never an open seat there, but the fifty dollar tables have one person playing. So that's the thing. Everybody wants the cheaper tables. So it's harder to get a seat. And if they were there over March Madness, that also could mean more expensive tables and just more people in general there. So. Yeah. Man. Being there for March Madness is a blessing and a curse because it, it makes things more fun probably, but it also makes things more expensive. Yeah. So I guess we'll just have to win. But in, in Planet Hollywood, though, there's that ringer's that ringer's wings, or yeah. whatever it's called, which I think looks great. Yeah, no, I agree. It looked like a good, a good sports both, bar. Both menu wise and by um, like uh, visuals. Yeah, no, I agree. I was actually looking at it yesterday or the day before. Seems like a solid place. We got this, man. Yeah. No, I'm not worried. If anything, it's like I said. It's if anything, we have too many options in play. It's going to be hard to pick the ones that we most want to do. Well, that's what I said earlier before. I don't know if it was this podcast or a couple podcasts ago. We have to pick like the top like three spots we want to go to or top a couple spots and then, you know, go from there. Yeah, that's good. And hopefully we'll have overlap. Yeah. We'll make it work. Oh, the best part is, is we're we're in Vegas, man. <laughs> Anything goes. Full send. Ugh. We might not be friends after this. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. But yeah, I'm also. I'm not, you know, I will have no problem just leaving you wherever you are and going to bed and just assuming you'll figure it out. So be prepared for that. I mean, that, that has happened I'm before not in Montreal. I'm so. to stay with you through thick and thin. If I'm tired and it's late and you're being an idiot, you know what? You'll figure it out. I'm going to bed. Well, that has happened before. Like, it has. Montreal. It's never, yeah, but it was never just me and you. Like, there were always, there were always other people who – like a Willer and Amanda who are more forgiving in those circumstances. What about Pittsburgh? Yeah, true. Well, to be fair, they left because I don't, I think Amanda wasn't feeling well and they left well before things got out of hand. And then it was just me and you. And then that's when I was like, okay, nope. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, like you left. Yeah. I mean, I'm not blaming you at all. And also, well, saying... well, granted, granted, you were also at the time you were going to meet, your like it was like you, people you knew from like your high school coach and or whatever like you knew the people you were going to meet so in my mind okay you're going to be the other people you know sure you have to get yourself back home by yourself but at the end of the day you're still with people you know in vegas 
you won't know anybody, nor will I. And so that might change things, but also I'm planning, you know what I should do? I'm just going to bring a Sharpie around with me at all times. And if I'm planning on leaving, I'm going to write my phone number and our hotel room on your arm so that you can just show it to somebody and they'll hopefully guide you back. Um, ho- I'm hoping. That's actually not a bad. I'm gonna, well, okay, the first thing we have to do is go get temporary tattoos of room number and each other's cell phone numbers on our like wrists so that people can identify where we belong. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna meet a hooker and tell and 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 tell her, hey, there's there's a kid waiting for you. Here's his phone number and here's and here's the room number. Go to play in the Hollywood. I mean, hey, if you if you pay in advance. Okay, man. I'm not gonna I'm not trying to spend money down that. L- yes, listen, I think that'd be hilarious. I think that'd be hilarious. I, have, you have no idea how pissed off I would be. Dude, that'd be hilarious, and you know I would set that up uh, if I'd be like, "Yes, I I can just see it happen." Hey, by the way, you a hooker? Yeah, I am. You want to have a good time tonight, baby? Um, here, here's this kid number. It's on my it's on my uh forearm. All right, here's the room we're staying at. It's the Planet of Hollywood. I want you to go there. When you get there, call his number and say, "Hey, I have Connor with me. Um, can you please open the door? I'm dropping him off." You open the door, and and she's there. And she just walks in and says, "All right, let's go." I, I don't, I, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I would be beside myself with anger. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Under this circumstance, under these circumstances, we would have, we'll have to assume that I have left because I was tired and I wanted to go to bed. And you've experienced this. I do not like being woken up. If I am woken up by somebody, I get very angry with them. And so if I am woken up, I will be angry just for that fact alone. But on top of that, having to now deal with this person, I would be beside myself. Uh, I'm laughing because – and you, can, you, you know I will do this oh, too God. if that actually happens. Well, good thing they invented peepholes so I can look through the little people and make sure that it's actually you if that's what I'm told. And if it's not, I will be sending that person away. All right, man. Well, hey, maybe I'll act like I'm really hammered, get back in the room, and then just turn around and leave. Oh, my. <laughs> Let's go. If you do. <laughs> you know I would, too. Don't put this past me. No, I'm not. That's what terrifies me. That's what genuinely (laughs) terrifies me. Oh, dude. This is going to be a great trip whenever we take it. Good times await us. (sighs) That they do. Oh fuck, dude! This is gonna be hysterical. I hope. Just imagine us two idiots in Vegas. That just cracks hey, me up. Speak right for there. yourself. I 
I can be at times an idiot, but I think I am generally commonsensical. No, you are, but just the us two. All right, sorry, I won't throw the idiots <laughs> in there, but just us two in Vegas. Yeah. Just like our our like dynamic fits. I feel like it fits really well with the Vegas vibe. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh man. <laughs> What else? I feel like we've talked about Vegas long enough, and I'm sure we'll talk yeah. about it a lot more going forward. I think we have like 19 weeks left or something like that. 20-something. I forget. Until that's it? No way. Maybe like 23? September, October, November, December, January, February. That's six months and a half. So call it six times 26. four is 24 plus a couple 26. is 26. Yeah, call it 28. 28 weeks. Why 28? That's, that's seven whole months. No, because six times four, there's more. Uh, there each. There's six times four is 24. Yeah, but that's less plus. than six months because a lot of months are like four weeks and a couple days. And those couple days yeah. add up across six months to make two extra weeks. Well, That's why I'm getting well, two extra weeks. Let's, let's, let's think about this. 199 divided by seven is 20, Ooh. 25 point something. Okay. So, 25 weeks. Right? I'll find out in just two seconds. Yeah, because it's, I mean, six months is half a year. Half a year is 26 weeks. February is a short month. 25 sounds right. So, tomorrow's 202. So, yeah. So, it's 28 weeks. How long? 28. Yeah, that's what I said, 28. Okay. I thought it was less than that, though. A lot of things are going to happen between now and 28 weeks from now. A lot. We'll have gone through a presidential election. Hopefully, there'll have been a football season that came and went, and another one maybe even starting, which would be weird. Dude, That we have a, we, we have a, a possible possible podcast the, the the night of the election why it's a tuesday oh i'm uh, I, mean, I i apologize the day after the election yeah but, that could be a very interesting podcast. but there's a very good chance we don't know the outcome at that time like if everything is as backed up as they say it will be with mail and balloting and all that there's a good chance we don't know See, that's what I hate about this. They're going to drag this out until, like, middle of December type of thing. Yeah. Well, hopefully it won't take that long, but it could definitely take up to – it's not – like, I, I have very little faith that we will know election night who won definitively. 
I guess we'll find out what happens. Yep. Oh, boy. How is, uh, so what's Logan like doing at state right now? So she actually came back tonight or last night. We'll say Wednesday. She came back last night. Um, so she has no classes in person. Hmm. Okay. So when she only has to be up there for technically for test. So when she has a test or quiz, she has to go to the Pollock Testing Center and and take that, that test or whatever. Okay. So because of that, and because she has a great job here at home, she um, will come home every now and then. So she's here until Monday. She'll go back up to Penn State because she has a job up there too. So she'll work there for... Um, whatever shift she has to do, but then, um, then she's been up there for like two weeks, and then whenever like we have something big here, she'll just come home. Okay, where where does she live? What's her what apartment is she in? Meridian two. Okay, room seven fourteen. Seven fourteen. Is that like the top floor? Wait, no. So it's one of the so her bed her bedroom looks over it looks directly across from t- my apartment okay okay so if you remember looking out outside my window in my apartment not my bedroom window but my living room window those two apartments that you saw straight across the one on the right is her apartment. okay i guess for some reason in my head, the the view from your living room was across College Ave. But that's not correct. That's I'm not right, correct. So I'm wrong. What was it, 321 Meridian? Absolutely. <laughs> Three years you live there. Yeah, and I got I still got my deposit back. <laughs> Talk about a miracle! I don't know how that happened. I broke I broke our 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 shelving in the bedroom. I broke the hallway closet, and I think one party someone took a chunk out of my bathroom <laughs> or out of my toilet. Interesting. It wasn't me. Yeah, I, I it wasn't I, me. I don't know what happened. Someone the top like the um you know the top part of the toilet where you can take it off and look down into like yeah. the water. So the the overhang of that that like um is is perpendicular to the actual toilet, the toilet seat, that overhang like had a chip off it, like a chunk, not like a chip, like a chunk off of it. And they gave me gave me and Aaron our full deposit back. Huh. If they gave you your full deposit back, I can't imagine 
what rooms must look like to lose your deposit. Dude, I don't know either. We stayed there for three years, did some destruction to that. It, even our the one time the our our um cabinet for our bowls and like plates and all that collapsed out of <laughs> nowhere. And half our well not my our not ha- not half our half of Aaron's coffee mugs broke because it collapsed. Interesting. So I'm blessed up to have lived there for three years, had so many memories, and then they gave us our full deposit back. I'll accept it every yeah, time. Of course. That was a great apartment. It was a good apartment. It was no 507 Penn Tower, but, you know. No. It was, it was, no. It wasn't a 507 Penn Tower, but it was, it was a great in its own way because it was 321 yeah. Meridian. It's fair. And I could argue the fact that I might have thrown just as equal, if not better, parties at 321. Oh, yeah. I had plenty of good times at, at 321. What a time. Oh, man. I don't want to get into this college discussion because it always makes me really nostalgic. Every, yeah, every so agreed. often, I like if I'm not doing anything for work and I'm on my laptop, I I go to Google Maps and I just like go to the street view around State College and just kind of like relive those days. I haven't done that in a while. I might have to start doing. I mean, that. but you've been there a lot more frequently. I mean, you were just there what like two weeks ago or whatever. I mean. Yeah, whatever. But either way, I'm there once a year, if that. So yeah, I get I get reminiscent of of the college days and want to take a walk down Beaver Ave past the first to Allen Street, down past Champs into you know the corner room, the Dunkin' Donuts. Me and Derek used to go to a lot. The Cadoba. The good old days. I was in that Dunkin' Donuts maybe three times. And two of those times was to pick up donuts and coffee and orange juice for the two kegs and eggs I threw. Yeah. I was there a good amount. Me and, oh, but man, see now what's happening. You're making me nostalgic. Me and Derek used to go to the Saints Cafe. Oh, I sorely underutilized having such a nice cafe. At my fingertips, I should have gone there to do homework, to study, to do everything. That's like, that's like the place where I would have met my wife. I would have made mortal enemies oh. at that place. That place just had the right vibe. I was oh, never it was in incredible, kitschy little never. like European coffee shop. Yeah, just like what I want. Yeah, I love that place. Pass. Anyway.
All right, dude. I think it's that time. Yeah, I'm getting tired. I'm going to go to bed soon. It's 10.05 here. It's getting late. It's still pretty early here. Yeah, I know. All right, man. Well, hey, I'll catch you. All right, dude. Have a good one. I'll talk to you later. All right. See you. See you. See you. See you.